We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Over the last 20, 21 games, whatever it is, Jalen's averaging 30 a game. He has basically every year of his career, even going back to college, he basically gets better every single year. And this is the first time he's taken on a role of this sort in his professional career. Do you consider these 20, 21, 22 games, do you consider it a hot streak or do you consider it a leap or do you no, consider it somewhere between? Is. I mean, I think, you know, we saw it, uh, it every step of his pro career. He did the same thing in college. You know, he, had a, he played a role his freshman year. Uh, and then by his last year, he's player of the year in college basketball. He, he maybe is one of the most decorated college players in history to win two national championships and all the awards that he's won. And then he goes to Dallas. Somehow he's a second-round pick. I, you know, I don't understand that, but he was. But it didn't derail him at all. It didn't matter what other people thought. He, he thought he was good, and he, he knows he's good. So he, he went in and worked, worked his way into a rotation, then eventually worked his way into being a starter. And then eventually, when he got his opportunity last year when in the playoffs, we saw what he was capable of. But the people that know him, I don't think anyone is surprised by what he's doing. Jessica, what's going on, Jess? Six seed New York Knicks, everyone, going into the All-Star break. That is huge. Jalen Bronson, Hart. Jules, Emmanuel quickly, Grimes. Just great games all around. Let's go, Knicks. I think Benji nailed it to your point, Jessica. I don't think anybody had a bad game tonight. I think everybody played well. Even RJ, who had some, again, some UFOs. Um, I think he contributed to winning. Everybody right now is figuring out ways to contribute to winning basketball. And more to the point, I, I again putting RJ aside because I think he's he's been going through it. Putting him aside, and I think he's going to figure it out. You feel like going into games, as Tib says, you 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 don't you don't have to shoot well to play well. That it's a team full of guys, and I'll actually, you know what, I'll throw Julius in there too. Although in terms of guys who you're like, oh man, if if they're not shooting well, are they contributing to winning? Even Julius, and this speaks to what Andrew was talking about a second ago, has turned it around to the point where Julius Randle's not having a great offensive game. Yeah, sure, there are going to be some of those nights where it's like, oh, he's really not helping the effort tonight. But those are now fewer and very much fewer and far in between. And, um, you know, he is he has really turned it around in that way. He defended well tonight. He's been defending a lot 
very well a lot recently. So it's where you want to be as a team. That's where you want to be as a team. Those are the types of teams that you turn on TV and you're like, okay, this team knows what they're doing. This is a team that's going to give me a good performance tonight pretty consistently. Thanks, Jessica. As I'm watching the Mavs about to lose again, mm, love seeing that draft pick get better. Greg Moran, what's going on, Greg? Thank you, as always. How far we've come in two years. This Hawks team is broken. Broken! And it's not all on the coach. I don't think it's on the coach either. All of it. Some of it, maybe, but not all of it. Trey Young, yikes. Meanwhile, the vibes are immaculate in New York. If Josh Hart can consistently hit threes, look out. LFGK. I say I just read the abbreviation. Um, yeah, I mean, while we're on the topic of Trey, we can talk about it for a second. Uh, I think Trey Young is at an interesting career crossroads because, yeah, this coach is going to be gone next over the summer. He's not, he's not going to be back. I don't think they're going to trade Trey Young this summer. Trey Young's get another, going to get another coach. Maybe he has input on who that coach is. I don't know. But like really interesting career crossroads for a player that is an offense first player. Although as Benji said, he defended okay tonight. Um, But he's an offense first player. You need to work around his defense to be in no uncertain terms. And he might not be a guy that like, as people have talked about, I'm not, I'm not breaking any news here. Other guys uh, don't maybe really love playing with in terms of on offense, especially other ball handlers, other other guys who are used to maybe having the ball more. Like, you know, that's it's tough. That's tough. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it as always. Jibo, J Mac, we are the team nobody wants to see in the playoffs. Uh, I've been holding off, but we're and we're hour and 20 minutes into this, I could have a, a little bit of fun here. I think some teams will be more worried than others. Hopefully we're not the seventh or the eighth seed, but I don't think Boston fears anybody. And honestly, I don't know if they should fear anybody. That team's so good. They're well, they are the most well-oiled machine um, in the league. And I kind of downplay their chances to win it all. I've even downplayed their chances to win the East. They're the most well-oiled machine in the league. The Bucs have, they do really, they have issues defending, or not defending. They don't have any issues defending. They have issues scoring in the half court. And they are a team that like, you, but the problem is, yeah, they have issues scoring in the half court, but they're just such a beast defensively. And they're such a bad matchup for the Knicks in particular with what they could throw at Jalen Brunson and the fact that like, it's not like Julius Randle could take big time advantage of them. Um, the Knicks, you beat the bucks. If you're, if you shoot like a ton and make a decent number of those. So I don't love the matchup with Boston. I don't love the matchup with Milwaukee after that though. Like, look, Philly should be favored to beat us in five or six games. If we ever played them in the playoffs, I'm not saying otherwise, but like, We've played them tough this year. Like I, I, I don't know. I, I, I'd be interested in that series. I don't know. Is Philly dying to play the Knicks? Maybe, maybe not. And then Cleveland, Cleveland's you know super underrated. Like their net rating says they're underrated. They've been playing really well recently. The whole thing. Um, but like I don't think Cleveland's some unbeatable juggernaut. So like 
Yeah, is it possible Cleveland would be like, man, I don't really want to deal with that Knicks team? Sure. Maybe Philly too. That's a good comment, Gbo. Sheldon Gomes, what's going on, Sheldon? I need Macau Bridges in a Knicks jersey. Damn you, Kevin Knox. Oh, goodness. I blame uh, David Fisdale. Uh, but, you know, who knows how the, how things would have turned out. You know, you never know. Jacob Slava, what's going on, Jacob? This effing team makes me so proud to be a Knicks fan. I love it. Echoing what we said before. Um, oh. Andrew Claudio just sent me a tweet. Hold on. I'll get back to the rest. Well, let me finish reading Jacob's comment. Drew, uh, Jalen Brunson is ascending to an all-NBA talent before our eyes. We have a legit shot to go to the second round. I, I want to pump the brakes a little bit. As far as an all-NBA talent, man, the, the league right now, the league right now is in such a special place as far as talent because I think unlike in years past, here's the two differences, I think. Three differences. Three differences. Uh, first difference. Guys are more ready at a younger age to come in and meaningfully contribute to winning basketball. Two, sports science, conditioning, whatever you want to say, means guys are better for longer and not just LeBron James. I think it's other players too. And three, and this is obviously something that's been 20, 30 years in the making. It's not just that there are players from elsewhere in the world that are good. They are the best. So in addition to the elite American players, you look at the league and you're like, oh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, Joel Embiid, Luka Doncic, Nikola Jokic. Did I just name the four best players in the sport? I don't know. Maybe. None of them are from here. So I think when you factor all those things in and then you actually get down to brass tacks and you're like, okay, who are the best 15 players in the league? You know, whereas years ago, it would have been like, I mean, I I don't know. I feel bad I'm naming this guy because, but like David Lee made an all NBA team, you know, once upon a time. Um, there are other examples of guys who made all NBA teams who are like, like Goran Dragic made an NBA team. Again, these are good, good players, but the league is in a place now where it's like, man, it's just going to be, it's going to be so tough, but I think he's in the conversation. He's in the conversation for sure. Um, I should probably say the tweet that I, yeah, the tweet that, so before I get to busy's comment, um, Joel Embiid, said tonight that his Salt Lake City participation could be in jeopardy. So maybe another all-star going down with an injury. We'll see. Now busy. Thanks, busy as always, man. Good vibes around the team. Nice to have a town hall with not much to complain about. I'm going to have to dig deep. <laughs> Hashtag defend RJ like you did Tibbs. Um, well... I guess it's a little different because I never really felt Tibbs like it was to me. The evidence was not really there that uh, Tibbs was all all that bad or detrimental. Uh, last season it was. Last season it was. I don't know about this season. Um, 
RJ, I think there is evidence that it's like, you know, not great. But I, I will try to continue to defend RJ for sure. Um, I, I've been defending him, I'd like to think, after rough games. And I'll defend him now. 22 years old. Seeing good signs. All of it matters. You take you you you, it, you, you feel encouraged for sure. Uh, David, what's going on, David? My main man, David Crockett. NBA comment: Zebras protect Trey Young like he's a porcelain precious moments figurine. <laughs> Even on nights he's doing nothing. Goodness, eh, I mean it's a skill. It's a skill. I, I I I've accepted it. I don't. I'm not gonna say I don't mind it, but like it's a skill. It's sad that it is a skill, but I mean, let's be fair. Fair is fair. Like Jalen Brunson also takes advantage of some of the same stuff. That said, there was a play tonight where Jalen Brunson looked like he clearly got fouled coming down the lane. I think it was by Capella. Um, like Trey Young, there were a couple of calls tonight where it was like, yeah, I agree with you. Overprotective, shall we say. Um, thank you, David. Dom Cappuccini. I got one thing, J Mac. One thing. Hashtag we back. We back. We back. We back. We back. Let's have and go. Come on, Mitch. Join the party, pal. Mitch will be back soon. Mitch will be back soon. He's coming. Reinforcements are coming. Mike Jameson. Nothing but positive vibes tonight. I love that it's all positive. This is great. I needed this. Team is kicking butt uh, despite RJ's struggles. Need to put their arms around RJ, get him right. Um, and when he does look out. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Completely agree. Harry Donor, thank you as always for the generous contribution. Always always means a lot that you chime in and, and come and just want to help contribute to the cause. Hope you're well. Frank Miranda, what's going on, Frank? What's up, Mag? It's your boy Frank from Patreon. Please break out Mr. Crow on my behalf. Where is he? Get him. Here he is, saying hi. I was completely wrong about my assessment with the squad. I had no idea number 11 was this good. Best free agent signing ever. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's. we've already talked about it. He's, he's definitely got a chance to be the best free agent signing in Knicks history. I don't even think that's a stretch anymore to say that. Um, for sure. Um, he's, he's got a chance. He's got to keep it going. He has to last for a couple more years, the whole thing. So here you go. Mr. Crow says hi. Jeremy D. What's going on, Jeremy? All-Star Weekend is here. John, with your life on the line, name three Knicks all time to win each event. Skills challenge, skills challenge, dunk contest, and three point contest. So the skills challenge is where they dribble around and try to hit a throw a ball to a tire and whatnot. Yes. Okay. Um, my first thought as far as skills challenge is uh, is Walt Frazier. Walt Clyde Frazier. Although Kristaps Porzingis won the skills challenge one year. I, I don't care. I'm just um, you no. Know, we got a former champion. That's great. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, Christophs. Uh Three point contest. Again, the first name that popped into my head was Novocaine. I think Alan Houston, there was a conversation there. That's mine. And I, the percentages are there to justify the name I'm about to say, I think, is Hubert Davis. Um, Ooh. 
it uh, again i know i know it's not maybe a, the volume but hold on can, can we take half a second for me to look up hubert davis's career three point percentage sure why not uh yeah hubert davis current coach of unc although i don't think that that's going uh great right now uh they made the final four last year they made yes, the championship they game last year they they retired coach k so yeah so hubert davis uh with the knicks 45% from three now on 2.7 attempts. So, but that's why it's era. tough. Yeah. That's why it's tough. I think gun to head. I would go, man, you, Alan Houston just had his pretty, a jump shot. And he, as, he created that jump shot too. Like he created off the dribble. I'll go Houston. Um, and dunk contest is, I mean, that's the best one. It's the big, I mean, three. I look, what? It has to be the big three. The third you mean three of one. Like Nate Robinson, Obi Toppin, Kenny Skywalker. Those are the three that you have to can pick between. Although yeah, JR Smith won three. You know what? I mean, oh man, it was more in game. Do you can you think of the name I'm gonna say? JR Smith? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I I just said JR Smith could throw it down in game. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I, I, I agree. I I, many a uh, uh, an in-game dunk that I'll go through on YouTube is J.R. Smith. You know, like to go go rewatch on YouTube. You know. Yeah, and it, I feel because well, again, it's like if we could go crazy with this because like he couldn't do it when he was a Nick because his back had already given out. But like Larry Johnson could throw it down once upon a time. I mm-hmm. uh, I will go to Tracy McGrady for that matter too. Yeah, let's go J.R. Smith. Okay. Some other three-point candidates in the chat. Uh, Evan Fournier. Not for nothing. Um, I liked your Steve Novak comment. Um, Josh Hart. Who? Josh Hart. Josh Hart three-point contest. Yes. Yes. Why not? You know, and then we'll see if uh, we'll see if Jericho Sims adds his name to the list. This would be cool. Yeah. I will not be watching the dunk contest for the first time in a few years, to be honest. That's what I'm seeing Ant-Man. Oh, nice. I might. I w- no, I would like to watch it. I'll probably watch it. It's a DVR thing, but it's very much a I I have some wedding things to do this weekend and then afterwards double date with my little brother and his girl to see Ant-Man. So have you know, fun. I will have fun. Um Thank you, Jeremy. That was a great question. I love that. Um Alex, 22 after the All-Star break. Hashtag 53 wins. Hashtag Robert Cross. It's put it write it in pen. Write it in pen. It's gonna happen. Thank you, Alex. Sam Garcia, I'd also just like to add, thank everyone at KFS for all the hard work that's been put in throughout the first half. Enjoy the break and F Trey Young. Thank you, Sam, and thank you for inspiring the first official uh family of KFS. The Garcias, we appreciate it, and uh, much love to you and your clan. There you go. Juana with another one. I want to know what Sam Garcia's local barista thinks of the fact that this team is six games over five hundred with their best defender returning after the All Star break. Um, LFG. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. I guess. I'm sure. I would love to know where the barista works. We'll see. 
Thank you, Junon. Dom Cappuccini, I heart Achilles is definitely better. Yes. Not I I'd like I really would like a little bit more reporting on like, was that really it? Like, was it really his Achilles that was the reason he was like he's turned into a different player almost? That rim protector we heard about in July, he's here now. All the numbers said it. Like it wasn't just anecdotal. It wasn't like the numbers said like this guy is one of the best rim protectors in the league in his own way. <clears throat> so yeah. Thanks, Tom. James Choi. Victory poop. That's a good bit. Lots of credit to go around front office Tibbs and the coaching staff, but the players haven't let down and we're now we're flowing. Knicks film school um, for the win. Thank you. Everybody deserves. I mean, you're 33 and you're 27. You're 33 and 27. Uh, Andrew, can we do a stats update? Let's do it. Um, I got it here. If you need it, I go for it. Okay, so an offensive rating, according to NBAStats.com, the Knicks are seventh, tied with the Philadelphia 76ers. I guess fourth, sixth, actually. So tied for sixth um, with the Philadelphia 76ers, 115.7 points per 100 possessions. Going to defense, the Knicks are up to 15th ahead of the Toronto Raptors and Orlando Magic behind the Brooklyn Nets at 113.6 points per 100 possessions. It's a nice jump. And then net rating, they are plus two on the year, which is eighth. Good for the eighth best net rating in the sport at the All-Star break. Point, point 0.1 points per 100 possessions behind the Kings for seventh. And then after you above that, you got the big six, Boston, Cleveland, Denver, Philly, Memphis, and uh, Milwaukee. Yes. And just another stat I like, I don't know, you, I had to dig for this one. Um, in wins... The Knicks have the eighth most wins in the NBA this season. Not bad. Pretty good. Yeah. For over 30 years, the law offices of Weiss and Rosenblum in New York City has been home to a team of award-winning, hard-hitting injury attorneys who have a long track record of seven-figure results. Whether you've been injured in a car accident, fall, construction accident, or other traumatic event, Weiss and Rosenblum will work tirelessly to maximize the award, regardless of the severity of your injury, and get you and your family the fair and just compensation you deserve. Call Weiss and Rosenblum today at 212-366-6100. Again, that's 212-366-6100, or visit weissandrosenblum.com for more information. No case is too big or too small. Personal attention to your matter is a priority. Once more, call 212 212- 366-6100. Previous results do not guarantee future outcomes. If you think you might have a case, speak with a veteran attorney, not a rookie. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis. Analysis, not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? 
you won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about HelloFresh. With HelloFresh, you get farm-fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. Skip trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. You've got New Year's goals, and HelloFresh is here to help you achieve them. Take control of your time and budget with delicious recipes delivered right to your door. Looking for an easy way to eat well and save money this year? Cut back on expensive takeout and delivery and get started with HelloFresh. You'll love how easy, fun, and affordable it is to whip up a restaurant-quality meal right in your own kitchen. With fast and fresh recipes, HelloFresh's latest line of meals featuring robust flavors and filling portions are ready in less than 50 minutes. Enjoy taste and quality done quick with recipes like falafel power bowls, seared steak and potatoes with béarnaise sauce, or southwest pork and bean burritos. If you know anything about me, you know that I'm not the greatest when it comes to cooking. Thankfully, I found a life partner that loves her time in the kitchen and loves putting together these elaborate meals. Unfortunately, with her schedule working at a school all day and my schedule covering sports all night, we rarely have time to go to the grocery store together. Well, HelloFresh has made it possible for us to do all all the grocery shopping for the week right from the comfort of our living room. In fact, just last night when I was editing the latest KFS pod, she was putting together two plates of Presto Pesto Panko Chicken with roasted potatoes and green beans. We were able to do dinner and a movie without even leaving the comfort of our own home. And this is just one of several delicious HelloFresh meal options with cook and prep time taking less than an hour. When you've got busy, conflicting schedules like ours, you don't have to go out for dinner and a movie. Instead, it comes right to you. Don't hesitate. Head to HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool65 and use code FilmSchool65 for 65% off plus free shipping. Again, that's HelloFresh.com slash FilmSchool65 and code FilmSchool65 for 65% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh, America's number one meal kit. I'll read a couple super chats if you'd like to go get some water, John Macri. Just need a little, little sip. I'll be right back. You, you do you. You're good. <laughs> Uh, thank you to everybody for the contributions tonight. We really do appreciate it. Um, staying up late with you is much better when 
uh, they're winning and uh, the vibes are indeed immaculate at the moment. Dom Cappuccini, really hope JB gets into Salt Lake City somehow. They've done everything I asked to get him in. Finish strong, take back six, take back sixth, all on Brunson's shoulders. What more can a guy do? LOL. I guess that's, I got a teleprompter this. What more can a guy do? LOL. Um, I have a funny feeling tomorrow Jalen Brunson um, and James Harden will both be named to the All-Star game. And with this Joel, Joel Embiid news, I am going to assume another center gets to go to the All-Star game. Maybe not even a center. Maybe Jimmy Butler makes it. So um, that would be my guess. John, what do you think? Uh, what more can he do? Or do I think he's going to get there? As far as the three replacements, if Jalen Brown, DeMar DeRozan, and Joel Embiid don't make the All-Star oh. game, does Jalen Brunson, James Harden, and Jimmy Butler go? Instead? Hold on. It was Embiid, Brown, and who was the third? DeMar DeRozan. DeMar DeRozan, that's right. Um, do we think all of them will be from the East? Um, Maybe. Because I, my answer, I think Brunson's at the top of the list to mm-hmm. be very clear that, that I, I don't even think that's a discussion at this point. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it's going to be funny. What? When Trey Young makes it not over Brunson. I'm saying he will not because it's not going to have our ninth replacement and it'll be Trey Young. I don't think we're going to get there. Um, I would say so. Anthony Davis is still not in. Ooh, that's right. Andy Davis is still not in and Devin Booker is still not in. And those are two guys who Zion and Jaron Jackson Jr. got in. Uh, well, Zion got voted in. Jaron Jackson Jr. got in because I think the Grizzlies are very good and coaches respect his defense, the whole thing. Anthony Davis, as far as the games played thing, has caught up. Uh, Devin Booker, not as much. I think uh, Fe- is Phoenix playing tonight or to- whatever. It'll be four games post-injury before the All-Star break. I think those guys would both warrant some consideration. Um, probably Jimmy. Or, oh, man. I don't Jimmy or Harden. I would have Anthony Davis in before both of those guys myself. Um, so Brunson, AD, and then one of those guys. Okay. I'm sorry. I was just looking through some other names to see if I missed anybody. I don't think... I'd forgotten AD didn't make it. In my brain, he had he was starting with kind of wild. I, I just forgot the Zion thing happened. You know? Oh, and then sorry, and then Aaron Gordon is, is another name that like he was a hot name before the you know coaches made their selections, and then he didn't make it, and he's been kind of out of sight, out of mind ever since. Like I don't know, Denver's still first by a mile in the West. That's another name that should probably get some consideration. Anyway. Those are those are the names though. So yeah, we'll see. Kevin Danishevsky predict we'll be talking about the heart trade for a while in a great way. Centers are great. Um, whatever happens when Mitch comes back, great, uh, great development for Sims. It's a big positive step in the right direction for Jericho Sims this year. Whatever happens. Yeah. Um, they need Mitch. They need Mitch's consistency. Jericho Sims is not at the place yet. Con- consistency wise where, he should be playing minutes on a team that hopes to win a playoff series. You know, no shame in that. SGD, Sam Garcia's dad. 
F Trey Young hashtag who's your daddy? Mm. Big F and spear there. <laughs> Satisfying to say the least. Just a little bit. Emil Bumanso, what's going on, Emil? As long as the front office picks the right star to go after, we will be in business. Um <clears throat> Jalen Brunson has been flaming, well-recognized defenders all year. I love it. He was going at DeJounte Murray tonight. Yes, he was. Uh, DeJounte Murray, all-defense guy in the past? Uh, in the past, yes. <clears throat> big, like, long arms, tall, like the whole thing. Jalen Brunson didn't care, um, and I don't think he should care with how well he's playing right now. I think we know the guys that... I, I think at this point... If you're because we saw him come back against Drew Holiday in the Bucks game after the Bucks had flustered him, I think the first two times they played this season, right? It was the third Bucks game where Brunson really came back in a big way. Um, I think if you're gonna stop or slow down this version of Jalen Brunson, you have to do it with your team. I don't think there's a way that you could do it. Well, you know. One on one. I mean, maybe if you have a really, really, really special defender, you can do it. But like, it's just really tough, and that's going to be the challenge for the Knicks once they get to the hopefully knock on wood when they get to the playoffs. Is um because teams are I, I would be shocked if a team was like, yeah, well, like Jalen Brunson, go beat us. No, they're not going to let. Robert Cross, the legend of GMAC. How do you always manage to hook me up with the Patreon playbacks when I need them? Hashtag fifty three wins. I just seem to schedule them when the Knicks play during the middle of the week, Robert. It's almost like we do this every week, the exact same time. Not giving yourself enough credit, GMA. No, nope. you're right. My bad. Sean with a W. Everything Hawks fan TV said was right. Pack Atlanta up. Hell yeah. He's in Hawks spaces tonight. He's in the <clears throat> Hawks fan TV post game spaces right now. Showing up shout to his to enemy's him. funeral. Yes. Shout out to him. Shout out to you. Great interview. And shout uh, out to Sean for hooking that interview up and for um, putting big old bandages on my missteps uh, <laughs> earlier this year. <laughs> oh, you would, Sean. We, <laughs> we what? We don't have to relitigate anything, but yes. No. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, thank so you much Sean. For that. Um, all that being said, just real quick on the hogs. It, it is. We said this season coming into it. I want to. I'm not, this is not going to be a long diatribe. Just very briefly, we said coming into this season because there were so many teams trying to win games that by the end of the year there was going to be not one, not two, but like a handful or more of teams that were going to be looking at around the season and be like, "Man, this did not go as we planned, and we have some serious stuff to." discuss, consider, whatever. The Hawks are going to be one of those teams. Are they the biggest uh-oh team right now? We had did this on Patreon. Went to like a tier of uh-oh. A few months ago, yeah. yeah. Uh, What's <clears throat> funny is the big, one of the biggest uh-oh teams was Phoenix. So they're like not even an uh-oh team anymore because they you know, got Kevin Durant. But Minnesota was on there. They've actually they've played extremely well since Cat went down and they've kind of settled into this roster with Rudy Gobert and Anthony Edwards. Anthony Edwards also playing like an all-star helps. So what's the bigger uh-oh team? It's Chicago and that's it. 
Um, are we counting the, the the Lakers are like in their own category? I they also look. I have no idea what's gonna happen this summer, but they have LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and they can and create they have cap space to get Kyrie. Like okay, that's so, why it's not as much of an uh oh. Like so, I think the Bulls are the biggest uh oh team in the league, but they're just kind of sad at this point. Um, Washington deserves mention. Um, and like sneakily, uh, and I prom I, I'm not doing this because of he, <laughs> Portland should be mentioned. Like they they're they're like everybody loves Portland, everybody loves Dame, the whole thing. It's like they're 28 and 30, and they have Dame playing at the highest level of his career, and two, not one, two other guys who at points in time this year were like, oh. Should Jeremy Grant be in the all-star conversation? Should Anthony Simons be in the all-star conversation? So, if, and then you have all these like wings and like guys who are like good and solid. Like, why are you two games under 500? You know? Yeah. The West being what it is, is, is why. Um, yeah, but the f- I, I almost did it. The freaking East, <laughs> the freaking East has been awesome. And the Knicks are 33 and 27. So like, the Knicks are better than the Blazers. Yes, I, I, I think there are uh oh teams. Dallas, I think, should be considered an uh oh team because. Well, I mean, t- because like Kyrie walks, and then it's like, wow. So we also don't have an extra pick to trade for a guy to pair next to Luca. Although three, we'll see what happens this off season. Th- three um, way, three way tie. By the way, we'll see what happens. The Orleans playing Lakers right now. Three way tie for sixth. Uh, Dallas game up on ninth place Golden State. Game and a half up on. 10th place, Oklahoma City. You know my thoughts on Golden State this year, though. Like Golden State is backing their way into six, if that's the case, because other teams have lost. Uh, Anthony Slater put up a good uh, breakdown of their season so far. They've scored six more points than they've given up this season. Um, they've been the very definition of mid, even with like Steph Curry on the floor. Now, they have that. that their best lineup is one of the best lineups in the sport. They just, they've not been able to put a bench together that matters. And, you know, we'll see. Um, yep. I People are throwing suggestions at uh-oh teams and like the Pacers are an uh-oh team. Dallas is an uh-oh team. Do the Raptors count? My question is... Wait, the Pacers? Like, the Pacers aren't necessarily an uh-oh team. Although they I are, would actually they are falling like, apart, but now yeah, they have picks to end up in the lottery and they have an all-star. I would argue that, like, man, the Pacers are—they're a great situation. They got to feel great about their their season, how it went, mm-hmm. and now they get the benefit. Of, they have all those feel good vibes. Their all star went down. They lost a bunch of games. They're pivoting. They're sliding into a tank. It's working out great for them. It's Chicago and Atlanta. I think are the two competing uh oh teams, and not Washington. Washington. No, they they're weirdly fine with their situation, you know, and like they have. Well, not like what I think. I'm saying what they think. Who, is, I'm sorry. Who cares if they're fine with their situation? They have Bradley Beal on a $250 million contract mm-hmm. with a no trade clause. They are going to be forced to re-sign two players to a lot of money in Christoph Sporzingis and Kyle Kuzma that are going to continue to cement them as a mid, the middest of mid teams. They have no exciting young players on their roster. They are still have a pick that's owed to like... That's uh oh. I don't care what they care about. What but it's think. one. But it's one pick that's owed. The Bulls 
are gonna are the Bulls are, don't even have it's top four protected this year, right? Yeah, but I think I'm pretty sure the obligation is extinct. I could be wrong on that. I forget if they have another pick, but whatever. That's fair. That's my only case with Washington this year is they end up in the lottery, then they get their pick. They end up in the play-in. This mid three that they've created is doing their job, you know. I also just I'm I'm honestly doing this mostly by the eye test. When the Knicks played the Bulls in that back to back, it was like, oh, they should blow it up. They're the one team that everybody's been wondering they should blow it up, right? The Rosen's gone, Vooch is gone, Levine is getting traded to the Knicks. I, you know, I and think the Atlanta, vibes. Atlanta, good lord, that was a team that's good on their coach, and I don't know that they're going to fire the coach before the season ends. I agree with you that the vibes in Atlanta and Chicago are the worst vibes mm-hmm. in the NBA right now. But I'm just I'm just arguing that like if you actually get down to brass tacks, what is literally the situation in Washington and Port- uh, Portland's not to the level of those teams because they whatever. But the yeah, it's is not great. Washington. The argument you're making, I'd agree with you about Washington. I'd also then throw up throw Minnesota in there and probably have them number one, although. They may be a cat trade away from recouping those picks and, dare I say, improving their team. I I, I don't got, even know what, how to evaluate. They got they got Anthony Edwards, right? So they could just pivot to that and whatever they get back. <laughs> Julius what is Anthony Edwards' his third year? Yeah, they're, they're gonna be fine. Um, <clears throat> Joe Vogel, what's going on, Joe? This team is a player away. I think Jalen Brown will be perfect. Okay. Mm. It's a name. Younger version of Paul George and a free agent after next year. He might want to have his own team. Uh, I would certainly wouldn't say no to Jalen Brown. I don't know if he would be my... I don't know if he's the guy that I have on the middle of my dartboard. Also, uh, I don't know if this is controversial or not. Who says he comes here and plays next to Jalen Brunson and it's his team? Hmm. Look, whoever they get or whoever they try to get or whoever we talk about them getting, there's going to be there's going to be fit questions because, uh, again, I wish I knew who the first person who said this was, but someone's got to be Chris Bosh uh, and make it work. And, you know, ideally, that person is Clay Thompson, who is an all defense caliber player and who is one of the greatest shooters of all time that what that's what makes clay thompson i think quite literally the perfect number three in the league today um that's not julius randall <laughs> and jay i think jalen brunson could pivot more easily to being more of a number three but as you just said and again I, i'm not saying he brings that the defense but like offensively i think he's capable of be embodying different roles as you just said, he might still be the number one, you know? So it's like, I don't know. Yeah, it's it's fun to think about two years from now when he's a free agent, you know? I, I'm in, quite enjoying the team they have now, but who knows? Another JV next to Jalen Brunson. Fearless prediction. They're getting someone before that's all. You think? <laughs> go go out on a limb there. Yeah. Uh, Dom Cappuccini might be too early to state as a fan. This season has been everything in terms of proving last year was more of a fluke than the we hear year. I would have hated to put a, an asterisk on that season. Hashtag we back. I hope so, man. I hope so. They, they, they have more to prove. They have more to prove. It's been good. Keith. 
Goodness. Keith. My man. Seriously. Thank you again. Um, just because it's all star and I'm feeling great, man, you are feeling great. You're making us feel great. You're making us feel very, uh, thank you. Thankful. Long way to go, but we're rolling. And after all the garbage we've endured, uh, Keith must be an older fan mm. like us. Uh, good time should be cherished. Been rocking with you all since Moutier. <laughs> so this is everything. Let's get it. Oh, man. Was... um. I think my first... So this is before you came aboard. Mm-hmm. It's funny because like... Oh, yeah. You know what? You know what? There is an anniversary coming up. I'm not sure how many people... Maybe Keith remembers this anniversary. The anniversary of my first live stream, live post-game thoughts oh, is coming up. Like on Periscope. This was actually... I, I think the very first ones that I did... Maybe one or two, maybe it was a couple before I discovered Periscope. Was I would record a video of myself that mm-hmm. would be under two minutes and twenty seconds, and I would tweet the video out. But the first one I ever did was um, the first game after the All Star break, the year that Porzingis went down with the injury. So that was twenty nineteen. No, uh, twenty eighteen. That's twenty eighteen. Twenty seventeen eighteen season. Holy crap. Have I, no. Yeah. Have I been doing this for five years? Yeah, not YouTube, but yeah. But like talking about this team yeah. after games. Oh my God. Because that Moody was on that team. Yes. And they kicked the bejesus out of the magic in that first game that I did. And I was feeling great. And then I think they went like five and 20 something the rest of the way, if you want to confirm that. So on February 22nd, the Knicks played the Magic and won 120 to 113. There you go. The bejesus. I thought they won by more than that. That was the first game after the All Star break? Um, yeah, February 14th was the last game. Happy Valentine's okay. Day before so they the didn't break. kick the bejesus. They scored a lot of points, which yes. is for that team a rarity. That's probably what you're thinking is that they scored 120 points and that was the bejesus being kicked out. The, funny enough, the next time they played the Magic that year, they scored 73 in the year of our Lord 2018 with three what players did, still counting. What did Emmanuel Moutier do in that first Magic game? Um, starting five for that team was Courtney Lee, Ennis, now Freedom, Michael Beasley, Tim Hardaway Jr., Tim Hardaway. and Emmanuel... Moody, I almost said Emmanuel quickly. He had eight points on four of nine shooting, 0 of two from three, minus eight for the game. Five rebounds, four steals. Um, off the bench, Frank Nilakina, a whopping seven points on six oh shots. God. And Trey Burke, 26 points on 22 field goal attempts, zero free throws. That's wild. 22, four, and six. <clears throat> Jeez. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. There you go. 